Hi, this is Bernie Dake. And I'm Lori Miller. Welcome to the Salvation Army's Wonderful Words of Life. Welcome back, everybody. It's officially the last week of September, and welcome back to Lori Miller. Yes, thank you. Are you having fun? I'm having a good time. This week, we'll be discussing depression among teens, and we'll also be joined by another counselor who works alongside the Salvation Army, Marcy Camarillo. Lori had the chance to sit down with her and discuss this very topic and offer some powerful advice to parents. Hey guys, we are here today um, continuing on with our mental health series, and we are talking to Marcy Camarillo, mm-hmm. who I'm enjoying getting to know. Definitely. So welcome. Thank you. I'm um, glad to be here. We just want to take a minute to get to know who you are mm-hmm. and where you're from and what your background is. And uh, so can you share with us a little bit? Sure. I live in Northwest Arkansas. I have um, spent time in full-time ministry. Um, My husband and I were uh, Salvation Army officers for 14 years, Mm. and it definitely benefits um, what I do today, definitely. So you say what you do today. Yes. So that's perfect because tell us, what do you do today? Um, So I'm a mental health counselor. Um, I'm also a play therapist, and I'm licensed to supervise the new uh, counselors mm-hmm. and those in training uh, for play therapy. So I do um, numerous trainings. So you're a busy woman. It's busy. Yeah. It's busy. Well, I, I'm glad to hear all of that mm-hmm. because you come to us right at the perfect time <laughs> because uh, we're really enjoying this series on mental health. And I think it's really, really important. And it's so nice to get a perspective from a professional who's been connected in some way to the church as well. Mm-hmm. And so um, I know that today we really kind of wanted to start or really dig into um, the mental health of adolescents and teenagers. I'm wondering, I know it's difficult sometimes um, to gauge what is normal, mm-hmm. hormonal sure. adolescence yes. versus actual um, depression. So when I interview parents, um, I'm trying to get a baseline of what the last mm. normal was yeah. and then discuss the changes that have occurred. So uh, with depression, if we're seeing symptoms yes. that have lasted more than a few weeks, mm-hmm. then we're starting to consider, okay, this may be something related to their mental health right. and not to their attitude. Mm. So that's part <laughs> of the difference, having an attitude that um, parents don't like right. um, or teachers don't like. That That's not necessarily depression sure that could be that they're learning about themselves and learning right. about the world yeah. if children uh, or adolescents display symptoms that are a little bit more troubling their their conversations change they right. withdraw um, they may appear to pull back from interests that they had before right uh, eating may change sleeping may change that's when we're Adults need to be concerned about that and checking on them. I'm curious about um, the connection between parental mental health and the mental health of 
children and adolescents. Is there a connection there? So I, I would say that parent mental health sets the stage for the child's good mental health. So good, strong mental health. Now, it is on a continuum. Sure, it's on a continuum sure. because um, we all have had seasons mm -hmm. of rises right. and falls in our mental health, just like anything right. else. Life. If we can have conversations at home or in the church with our own children about, yes, this is life. You know, mm -hmm. it's okay. It's normal to experience mm -hmm. deep sadness it in is. life because, you know, look at scripture. Uh, the conversation has to be there. Yeah, I think so. It yeah. needs to be there. You know, have good, normal, honest, deep conversations with one another. And I think maybe when we do that as adults mm -hmm. and as leaders mm -hmm. in particular, then we're modeling for adolescents that it's okay to be broken, that God yes. works through brokenness. Yes. God works through broken people. It's absolutely. all over Scripture. Oh, absolutely. I'm reminded of, of the Old Testament Scripture that says, morning lasts for mm -hmm. the night, but joy, joy comes, comes in the yeah, morning. That's right. People struggle, and it's absolutely okay to do so. That's right. That's where God meets us. Totally. Yeah. Agree. And I think yeah. also the redemption of your pain and your story is by sharing that, and it yeah. creates connection with absolutely. other people, you know, to remove that stigma. Secrets yes. keep us stuck. That's right. And sick. Yeah. And so being able to incorporate uh, one's experience into a narrative, yeah. into a story, there's nothing that we have experienced yes. that the Lord cannot uh, touch mm -hmm. and be present in. Um, I so often feel the Spirit of God uh, in the counseling room. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it feels like a holy place many times. Yeah. And I know that I sit in the sacred chair mm. as I um, listen to the stories of others. We are people of transformation. That's right. We can be transformed into um, who God wants us to be in the here and now. Right. Not perfect. No. But healed. That's right. Or in the process of healing. We are overcomers. We are. We can do that. And also, I just keep thinking to myself that conversation builds connection. Yes. Connection builds community. Yes. And Absolutely. so I love that idea. And I've enjoyed my conversation with you. Oh, thank you Marcy, so much. Today. It's, it's an been honor. so much fun. If you want to hear an extended version of my conversation with Marcy today, you can go to SalvationArmySoundcast.org. This week, we're going to talk about mental health, particularly among teens. And uh, talk to us, why is this a passion of yours? Um, for instance, um, just like we were talking in the last segment, um, we created a group within our church um, that focuses on teen girls specifically. Mm. And I think the it birthed out of just the societal pressures of having to be a, a teen of a particular size, mm. weight, height, um, social um, acceptability. Um, and we created the group in terms to help try to eradicate some of those things. Um, we started to notice more and more of them speaking about depressive episodes, mm. um, feeling lonely, even though I'm standing in a group 
of my family and my friends, yeah. um, wanting to isolate themselves. And so um, even though it started out as a way to build confidence in girls, it really morphed into a discussion about mental health and where how do we know the difference again between sadness yeah. and episodes of depression, um, how not to isolate um, yourself and how to identify that um, I am not alone going in these things. And so yeah. when we talk about depression um, in teens, we're really looking at the age between 12 and 18. In today's society, we've got boys and girls, teenagers, mm -hmm. that um, in my brain are always faced with the image crisis, uh, having to look good and keep up with the Joneses. Is that yes. is that a real thing or is that a perception of mine? No, it's it's actually a real thing. 30% of all teens will experience some episode of depression mm. as they matriculate through school. Um, even now, the American Pediatric Association has started to give children age 10 and up or 12 and up, they started to give a depression inventory mm. um, when they come in for their annual physicals. Um, and so it's something that um, we've seen a need for, um, particularly because, as you just noted, they are the pressure to maintain, the pressure to identify with a particular group or not identify a particular group um, within the school system and outside of the school system. It's just putting so much more pressure on our children. They have much more things to deal with than perhaps you and I did when we sure. went through school. We have bullying. Um, we have um, sexuality, mm -hmm. concerns around sexuality. Um, we have not being popular. We also have groups down to what's your dress code like? Do you have the latest iPhone or are you still of the Android yeah. um, system? So all of those things are really um, creeping up on our children and it's causing them to have these thoughts and conversations amongst themselves. Yeah. Um, and they're not reaching externally outside of themselves to even just... Um, do a litmus test to see if their thoughts are real Yeah. Um, with that. So we've seen a steady increase um, in depression um, with children. And sometimes, as I talked about those particular symptoms that we should be looking for, um, while we see them more readily in adults and teens, they're a little bit more subtle. And they're subtle because for sometimes us as parents, we think, oh, you know, as teenagers, we went through various things and we're just thinking now it's their time. Yeah. Um, but we're in, a, we're in a different society. And so we should really kind of pull back from that knowledge or that thought base, if that's what you have, that my child is just going through, you know, the normal um, existence and experiences of a regular teenager. Because today, um, those existence, we have children who are cutting themselves to relieve pressure, mm. um, who are seriously thinking about harming themselves. They might not have a plan, but the thoughts of suicide um, are there. And we've seen people who've made packs over particular things. And so we really don't want to just leave kids to their own 
and I hate to say demise, but that's really the trajectory that it's kind of goes, sure. is that if we leave them to their own thinking, um, we really need to kind of come back as a family and really see what is it, what are they thinking? Because um, as I said, 30% of all teens are affected by depression. Um, and so it might not be your child, but it might be your child's friends. Yeah. And sometimes friends have more... Um, more influence on who they are or who they're becoming than parents. I think, too, uh, one of the things that Aliata said in an earlier episode of the show was uh, they put their devices down in, in their household at 7 o'clock and just make sure that things like homework are getting done mm-hmm. or that there's interaction and being present. Uh, I think that's got to be so important, particularly in a teen's life, having someone who's present in their life so that they can maybe process those thoughts that they've had, which, by the way, are, can be perfectly natural. To yeah. You have an imagination that God gave us. Uh, you can think about those things. The difference is how we act on those things. And that I think that's where we really get to a stable mental health sort of place. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes just talking it out, you know, getting it in the open. And if you're not present, if you don't have someone to talk to, that can lead to bigger problems. Aliata, I'm glad you're here. Uh, We're glad that you're here because you're helping us learn more about uh, something that's so important in our society today, mental health. And so we hope that if you haven't seen the other episodes or listened to them on our podcast uh, on this particular show, that you'll go back and check them out. You can join us Uh, in the weeks to come. God bless you. The Salvation Army's mission, Doing the Most Good, means helping people with material and spiritual needs. You become a part of this mission every time you give to the Salvation Army. Visit SalvationArmyUSA.org to offer your support. And we would love to hear from you. Email us at radio at uss.salvationarmy.org. Call 1-800-229-9965 or... Write us at P.O. Box 29972, Atlanta, Georgia, 30359. When you contact us, we'll send you our gift for this series. It's totally free for listeners like you, one per household, while supplies last. You can also subscribe to our show on iTunes or your favorite podcast store, and be sure to give us a rating. Just search for Wonderful Words of Life. Follow us on social media for the latest episodes, extended interviews, and more. And if you don't have a church home, we invite you to visit your local Salvation Army Worship Center. They'll be glad to see you. This is Bernie Dake inviting you to join us next time for the Salvation Army's Wonderful Words of Life.